You are listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast, episode number eight. I'm James Gartner, hairstylist turned top 200 salon owner. But it wasn't all that long ago that I was a broke stylist just trying to get by. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I was able to sell my salon and build the business I have today, teaching others exactly how I did it. I created the 100K Hairstylist Podcast to give you a simple, actionable, step-by-step strategy to do exactly the same thing. If you're an ambitious hairstylist, salon owner, or even one in the making who's looking to create a business that is thriving and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the 100K Hairstylist Show. And boy, do we have an episode for you today. Um, As you guys know, um, in my previous episodes, we have kind of started all the way back to the very beginning of uh, the cosmetology career. And we're just kind of progressing our way forward. And um, today's episode is going to be all about what to expect as a salon assistant. So the question is, are you looking to start a salon career? And are you wondering if you should assist uh, before becoming a hairstylist? If so, this message is definitely for you. And here is why. I feel like becoming a salon assistant will set you up for a successful salon career. And, um, you know, if you choose not to assist in the salon, it really could hinder your growth as a successful hairdresser and just take you longer to learn things that you could have otherwise picked up as an assistant in the salon. And for those of you who have assisted before and know this to be true, just send me a little thumbs up down below um, so that we can get an amen up in here because it is a true story. If you don't assist, you tend to miss things and it just takes a lot longer for you to progress in your career. And so I think it's super, super important. Um, I spent time as a salon assistant uh, myself in the beginning of my career, and it was instrumental in growing my skill set as a successful hairdresser. I've shared these takeaways as a trainer to the assistants in my own salon, and it really did prepare them to be uber confident, proficient, and ultimately successful when they made their way behind the chair. And I am going to share with you today all of the things so that you know what to look for and look out for as a salon assistant and, you know, what's involved and what to do. So let's go ahead and jump right on in without further ado. So first things first, start right away. Day one of beauty school. The sooner, the better. I know that a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I just started out in beauty school. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to be a salon assistant. Um, if you have joined beauty school and signed the paperwork, you are ready to be an assistant. And in fact, I know a lot of people who aren't even in the beauty school career who are um, shampooing in the salon and doing a lot of the responsibilities and roles of a salon assistant without even having the attention of getting into the career. So sooner, the better. Because 
because here's the deal. While you're in beauty school, you are going to be light years ahead of the game. And if you have seen my previous episodes, um, I talked one about um, finding a salon job. And the things that we talked about were making sure that, um, you know, in order to be successful, you want to make sure that you are getting into your career right from the jump, get into a salon, whether that's as a receptionist or as a um, shampoo person or an assistant. And I say start right away. Uber, uber important. The sooner the better. If you've signed paperwork, you are ready, girl or boy. So get it. The second thing you'll want to do is find a salon that has a intern and assistant program. Okay, now I know a lot of salons that say, oh, we have a um, intern and assistant program. Well, ask to see it. <laughs> That's just my advice to you. And the reason why is because a lot of people can say they have a program, but really what that means is um, something completely different from actually um, a, a real tangible program. So ask to see what the outline is. This is huge because you're going to want to know what to look for. And I'll give you a little rundown of the things that we offered in our top 200 salon so that you kind of have an idea of uh, what you're going to go through as a intern and and what a really good program should look like. So first thing is we started people off at the reception area. We wanted to make sure that people knew how to work the point of sale software system. They knew how to look at the books. They knew what to look for. But in addition to that, when you start up front at reception and you start um, building customer service skills, um, you acquire all of these really great um, interpersonal skills that you wouldn't have otherwise acquired um, without doing a customer service-based role. So that's the first thing. But the other thing is that it really gives you a different point of view when it comes to what the um, people up front do. It is an extremely hard gig. And um, they are the the first point of um, guest experience and the last point of guest ex- experience. So it's really a crucial role. They go through a lot when they're booking appointments, and it just allows you to see what happens up there so that when you become a hairdresser and you start working behind the chair, you can have a little bit more understanding when things maybe don't get booked properly, uh, properly and um, you understand what it's like to be in that role. So so you can have um, grace, so to speak. And um, additional to that, like I said, it builds all of these other skills and allows you to see how other people are booking their appointments and how they're becoming so successful so that you too can follow that same pattern when you get behind the chair. So we start them out in reception. From there, they move right into the program where they start getting into the cutting curriculum and the color curriculum. And this is where you start learning all of the necessary skill sets, the very, very basics. Now, I know that in beauty school, you learned all of the basics of highlighting, the basics of hair cutting, and that's all great and wonderful. But what they don't teach you is um, speed and advanced technique. You want to make sure that you are doing things that um, the salon customer expects from that salon experience. And if everybody's trained on that same way of doing something, then that customer can expect to see anybody in the salon should they need to and get that same level of experience. And so that's why it's really important to have some type of a commonality among your haircuts and your colors so that there's continuity and consistency within the salon so that everybody can deliver the same quality service 
vests. Not to say that you can't veer outside the box box. Absolutely. Veer as far outside of the box as you want to go, girl. Take it here, take it there, take it anywhere. Nobody gives a shit. What you really want to want to have is continuity. So look for um, specific techniques as far as how they do their cuts and how they do their colors. Um, what will happen is they'll have you practice these on a mannequin and you'll do them over and over and over again. And you'll set a timer so that you can get into the time standards that the salon has set. In our salon, we we had time standards for every single uh, procedure because we wanted to make sure that everybody was going to run on time when they got out behind the floor. The last thing you want to do when you get out behind the floor, and those of you who are joining me live here can testify to this, you get out onto the floor and you're running behind and your whole damn day gets set off and you're late for every single customer following that. Yes. Yes, girl. Amen. I know. It's so true. And it's horrible because guest services has to deal with the customers that are waiting. Um, it's awkward when you walk your next customer up front because that person's already there and waiting for you. And it just kills the guest experience. So what you're going to want to do is make sure that you're looking for a program that offers um, skill-based um, service time standard building so that you can be ready and prepared when you hit the floor. So that's kind of a rundown of what our program looked like. Outside of that, um, you know, you're going to be wanting to know how long it takes to get through the program. What you don't want is to start in a salon where they say, oh, well, it's when you're ready. Well, what does that mean exactly? Because some salons will keep you in a uh, position because they need you as an assistant based on the way that they um, book their services. A lot of times the color department will book um, only the application times. So that colorist is only doing the highlight application and then moving right on to the next one. The assistant takes over and does the shampoo and blow dry. So oftentimes they'll want you to keep you in that position until somebody new comes on. And that could be a year or two years and it might just be too long for you. And and um, so look for a specific time frame as to when you're going to start getting behind the chair and working because you don't want to get stuck as an assistant because the salon needs you based on the way that they book. You're going to want to um, get out onto the floor and start making that money as soon as you possibly can. So you'll want to see what that time frame looks like. Now, outside of doing all of this learning, you're going to want to um, understand that you will be cleaning a lot. I mean, a lot. <laughs> you will be sweeping, you'll be doing towels, um, laundry, sanitizing, especially right now. Sanitation is key. You're going to be sanitizing the shit out of everything. Um, you'll be taking out the trash. There are all sorts of, of uh tasks that have to get done that the senior stylist just can't get to. And I know that that's kind of annoying, like, oh, they just left this for me or they just did that for me and I have to do it all. And that sucks. I get it. But it's kind of part of that rite of passage to making your way into becoming a senior artist in the salon. And it's just something that you'll be doing when you are, you know, in the uh, in the salon world and, and doing what you're doing. So it's very, very important to make sure that you know that as an intern, you're going to be doing a ton of cleaning. And it's okay because when you graduate and grow on to building your clientele and get super, super booked and busy in the salon, which is the ultimate goal, somebody else is going to be doing that work too. And um, it's not going to be only you, but there you have it. So um, you'll be cleaning a lot, girl. And okay, 
Also, you'll be doing a ton of shampooing because like I said, some salons book their appointments back to back to back to back, which means that you are going to be um, uh, shampooing somebody and blow drying them right after uh, they're done processing so that that artist can take that next person. But here's the silver lining with shampooing. Are you ready for this? When you get the opportunity to take down somebody's foils, that is a wonderful blessing right there. Because even though they may not have brought you into the service, which we'll touch on here in a minute, um, when you get them to the shampoo bowl and you're ready to drop those foils and release those foils and you start pulling them out, you get to actually see what that hairstylist placement is. And this is a learning experience all on its own because you're like, oh, that's really cool. And then when you're blow drying them and you see the final result, you know what that pattern was. And so this takes your training that you learned those very basics of highlighting and those very basics of coloring. And it takes it to a whole new level because you get to see they're outside of the box approach to foiling. And this is where it gets super cool because you're like, oh, dang, that's how they get that money piece. Or that's how they get that really blended look. And um, you start to sort of put these in your memory bank and it just makes you more and more prepared when you get behind the chair. So again, coming back to when we were talking about, um, you know, things that you're going to pick up as a salon assistant that you otherwise wouldn't had you not gone through an intern program, um, this is one of those things is that you get to take down people's foils, see their work firsthand and understand how they got to that end result. And it gets engraved in your brain and you can start using that when you get out onto the floor. So super, super cool thing there. Now, the last and final thing, but I think one of the most important things, and a lot of salons miss this, you'd be surprised. This is to find a mentor in the salon that will bring you into what they're doing. Um, I said I was going to go here, and girl, we're going here. Um, it's important because when I had interns in the salon and, and people that I mentored, um, they have gone on to become some of the best people in the industry. And I really feel that um, this is one of the reasons why, is that I brought them into what I was doing. So when you have downtime, find that mentor in the salon who will take you under their wing and bring you into their service. Um, oftentimes, I would have somebody working with me. They would come up and they would say, is there anything that I can help you with? And I would say, well, here, let me show you what I'm doing. And I would bring them into my service so that they could see firsthand how I was foiling and even get potentially get an opportunity to work with me. Oftentimes, you know, even the best of us will run late on occasion and will need assistance. And sometimes it's important to know that person enough to be able to bring them into your service and say, can you do this application with me? That technique that I showed you, we're going to be doing that today on her so that they can get caught up to speed and um, be on track for the rest of their day. And this is hugely beneficial because when somebody's bringing you into their service, service and showing you what they're doing, you are like a sponge and just absorbing all of that knowledge. I don't care whether it's haircutting or coloring, as long as you're in there and being brought into the service and that person's showing you something and teaching you something, um, that's how the real learning and growth happens. 
excuse me, I will still to even to, to even today, if I know that there's somebody who is really great at something, for example, um, there is a wonderful woman um, that I work with who is amazing. Her name is Susan Ford, and she's amazing at like the shaggy melody kind of haircuts. And um, I knew that that was something that I wanted to uh, to learn. So when I got into the salon and I had some downtime and I had an opportunity to observe what she was doing, I jumped on that opportunity. I came right on over and I asked her, do you mind if I sit here and watch what you're doing? And she said, absolutely. And she pulled me in and showed me exactly what she was doing. She has that um, that skill set of a teacher. So for those of you who are mentors out there, make sure that you are, are learning how to teach and you're bringing people into your services because this is how we are going to grow the children, so to speak, in our industry and evolve them to become even better. And um, so, yes, it, that will continue throughout your entire career. So find somebody who can bring you into their service, a little uh, mentor, a roux. So if you want to experience the same kind of training um, that the people that I have trained have gone through um, so that you too can be at the very top of your profession, I will link a few videos as I'm releasing my entire training here on YouTube for your learning pleasure. That is right. I am posting the entire damn thing. Our whole entire um, training program, cuts, colors, the whole bit will be released one by one. We've got a few up right now so you can get started right away. I'll go ahead and put the links down below. They are on my YouTube channel under the um, intern program portion. And um, if you're even looking to take things a step further and you want to learn how to become booked up and start making that money, head on over to my online course, The Hairstylist Growth Accelerator, and get on the wait list for when the doors open. Seats sell out almost immediately, so you'll want to get up on it. And um, also, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you are watching or listening to be notified of more career growth content. And I will see you either inside the course in one of my videos or maybe in the next one of these videos on the show. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take a second to leave a review so that we can share the word with others who may enjoy this. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one and get instant access to freebies, trainings, ebooks, and courses that will help you thrive as a hairdresser and salon owner, go to GartnerJames.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.